0: In June 2018 alone, construction in the U.S. jumped 11 percent, continuing a growth trend that shows no signs of slowing down. The Reno-Sparks area is outpacing the national average, and we need a strong, skilled workforce to keep up with new construction demands. The job outlook for skilled trades in Nevada is the highest it's been in more than 10 years and is expected to continue to grow rapidly. My guests today are Rob Benner, business representative of the Building and Construction Trades Council of Northern Nevada, which has been training, supporting, and advancing men and women who build Northern Nevada since 1928, and Michelle Abel, who is a journeyman electrician, and she is the organizer of the local union. So welcome to you both. Rob, when we're talking about building the new Nevada, we're not just talking about building the new roads, schools, and massive warehouses and gigafactories that will shape our region's future. We're also talking about building a strong Nevada workforce that generations to come can be proud to be a part of.
1: Yes, and it is critical that we build this construction workforce like i've been telling people you know if we can't build it they can't come it doesn't matter how attractive nevada is to business doesn't matter what incentives we offer if we can't build the facilities that these companies need then they won't be able to move here and if they can't move here then we don't get the data center jobs we don't get the advanced manufacturing jobs so right now creating our construction workforce is critical During the downturn, you know, it was really a construction depression here in Nevada. We lost two-thirds of our construction workforce. We went from about 156,000 construction workers here in the state to about 56,000 construction workers in the state. So right now we're trying to build that back up.
0: You know, I do a lot in workforce development, and, of course, uh, one of the statements I like that you guys talk about is, you know, all future, no debt. So let's talk about the fact that you've got a lot of young people and they have opportunity and choices about what they want to do. And it's been pounded into our head, you know, the educational mantra is you must go to college. However, uh, and Michelle, maybe you can talk to this point. When you're talking about all future, no debt, and we talk about apprenticeship, that is like going to college.
2: It it is it is going to college. Um in fact a lot of the apprenticeships now are coordinating with um I know the electrical workers coordinates with Tracky Met- Tracking Meadows Community College. And so when you finish your five year apprenticeship, not only are you debt free, but you've also got a uh an associate's degree. So you can further that if you like or you can just work in the trades. Mm-hmm.
0: So how is it that you're reaching a lot of these young people? Because when we're talking about the trades, I mean, there is, we're not just talking about, you know, swinging a hammer. We're also talking about iron workers and sheet metal, you know. So let's talk about what are some of those opportunities?
1: Well, like Michelle said, this is the, you have to remember that you know our apprenticeships are college. All of our apprenticeships are accredited through TMCC, and you do get college credit so that you know we, we don't like to bash college that much. Uh, but we, we you know we're out uh, actively recruiting, we're hitting you know we're, 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 try, we're working with the school districts, uh, going to the job fairs, uh, trying to reach out to parents because you know parents are critical in, in making these decisions. You know, um, we've, unfortunately, over the past 30, 40 years, we've had this narrative that everybody needs to go to college. Uh, somehow working with your hands is demeaning. You know, we, we really need to bring back dignity to, 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 to work, you know. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to change this narrative that um, the only way to be successful is if you have a four-year degree, and that's not true. Uh, you know when you look at you know these kids that are going to college coming out with fifty sixty thousand dollars in debt and they're you know they're coming out and they might be able to get a thirty three thousand dollar a year job um you know where you know our 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 members are able to go through a four to five year apprenticeship program, and a lot of them are making you know over six figures so I think we really need to need people to understand you know what you know what is success. Is it you know sixty thousand dollars in debt with thirty thousand you know with a thirty thousand dollar job or no debt with 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 a six figure job?
0: Well, I imagine a lot of you know what we think is the old you know swinging a hammer and you know Michelle, you're a journeyman electrician. I mean, there is technology. It's not uh, the blue collar days. I call them gray collar because you need to you know understand technology. Let's talk a little bit about. That Because that would, to me, appeal to a lot of the younger demographic.
2: The, the construction industry has changed a lot, even in just the last 21 years since I've been in it, whereas it is very technical now out on job sites. It used to be, you know, you've got your tools and you've you got a set of blueprints. Now you've got laptops. You've got specialized programs that are, are showing all of the different systems in a building so the trades can coordinate together so technology has definitely evolved even even in the electrical trade we're seeing a lot of changes as far as you know LED lighting and and smart energy buildings and so it's constantly evolving and it is a different world out there now it's it's definitely you've you've got to do the schooling and um, because there's a lot more than just to swinging hammer or pulling wire or running pipe let's
0: talk about what some of those um, opportunities because Rob you, Are a representative of the Building and Construction Trades Council of Northern Nevada. So let's briefly describe what is that organ. I mean, are you talking to all the unions and all the different organizations?
1: So the Building Trades Council is basically the umbrella group over all the construction trade unions here in northern Nevada. So that, you know, you have, you know, sheet metal workers. I'm actually a sheet metal worker by trade, Uh, electricians, plumbers, pipe fitters, iron workers, and operator engineers engineers, uh, cement masons, uh, bricklayers, laborers, you know, I'm probably forgetting a couple, but you know, we, we, we represent all the trades.
0: So let's, let's kind of paint a, you know, a fabulous future picture so that if I'm listening and whether I'm a parent or I'm a young person or I'm someone who's, you know, A a laborer who wants to upskill, let's say. I mean, what is the opportunity? If I learn one of these trades, I mean, is the sky the limit?
1: Pretty much. I mean, (laughs) you can go in any direction with these trades. I mean, I think you know, Michelle and I are both examples of that. Uh, You know, and it depends on where you want to go. I mean, you you know, you start. We always say, you know, the you know. A union apprenticeship is a gateway to you know many different opportunities uh, you know some of you know I when I was you know I became you know I became a, a sheep mill apprentice when I was 22 and and from there you know I I worked my way up to you know to a, became a journeyman and a foreman and then I ended up actually changing career paths a little bit and I and I ended up with a, a full-time job with with uh, my union and then from there I actually took a full-time position with the building and construction trades council so now I'm doing PR and and you know lobbying and and workforce development uh, for all the trades Uh, some you know some you know if if you like to teach uh, there are teaching you know uh, positions available all our affiliates have you know great apprenticeship programs that all have instructors that are teaching the next generation of you know of our uh, workforce uh, or you know, or you can go onto the labor side and become a, a union representative. I mean, you know, there's you can there's been,
0: become your own business owner. Are you also and I <laughs> I was I was getting there. <laughs> you know, they, you. these are yay. yeah
1: yeah I know and you know and we also you know they we have a lot of most of our uh, affiliated contractors were members. You know when they started their own companies and and our contractor uh groups that we partner with they act a lot of them have programs to help our members become business owners well, so we you know the sky's the limit if you want to become you know a business owner if you want to you know you know get into teaching if you you know want to you know be out running you know big job sites i mean you know you know opportunities are limitless
0: well what I also like is you know every day is different right so you finish a job you know you you have an accomplishment right you physically see what you just did where a lot of times the inside jobs it's just the constant push every day there isn't quite that sense of accomplishment Michelle how does that make you feel when you you uh, put that final check mark on the box job completed
2: I'll tell you there is a Big sense of self gratification every day. At the end of at the end of the day, like you said, you look back and you're like, man, I just ran 400 feet of pipe today, or you know, I, I pulled that big wire run in, or you know whatever it happens to be all the lights are finally you flip that switch on and you're like yes you know so it is very self-gratifying every day you're seeing something something accomplished so you feel you feel good about your job you you feel like you're really accomplishing something at work
0: yeah my grandfather was heavy construction in the state of California for 50 years and Heavy construction, you know, they go in and set the big structure. So every, pretty much every winery, he built the Matterhorn in Disneyland. And then, you know, all the Finnish people come in and do the rest of the work. And it was just a lot of fun because we traveled a lot. And, you know, you'd be like, oh, I built that. Oh, I built that. And it's just pretty cool. A lifetime of work is still standing. And, you know, they use those big, giant glue, they're not going anywhere, right? (laughs) It's just very cool. Uh, We do have to go to break. I want to uh, kind of focus, Michelle, a little bit on the, the women and the opportunities for women. And joining me is Rob Benner, who is the business representative of the Building and Construction Trades Council. And then we're going to talk some more with Michelle Abel, who is a journeyman electrician. We'll be right back.
3: That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. It's so sweet. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is coming February 22nd through the 24th in Urington, Nevada, the hub of Lyon County. You will love learning about why bees are the coolest and products for beehives that are used in health and beauty. Kids of all ages can take part in the hive decorating contest and the honey tasting contest. The Nevada State Beekeepers Conference is pleased to present Dr. Samuel Ramsey, entomologist at USDA Bee Research Laboratory. Dr. Ramsey takes beekeeping to a whole new world. Want to become a beekeeper? attend the workshop rotation to learn everything you'll need to get started like how to collect pollen and honeycomb not just the honey you'll learn about the magic of propolis how to read a high frame and so much more about pollinator habitat in your backyard the 2019 nevada state beekeepers conference february 22nd through the 24th this conference is great for beginners or advanced beekeepers space is limited so register today go to nevadastatebeekeepers.org that's nevadastatebeekeepers.org it's so sweet. Suntech Solar Screening uses Pfeiffer Screening products. Make
0: shade while the sun shines. Suntech Solar Screening, 352 9396. Suntech Solar Screening. Girls only shop classes are gaining traction and the timing is right. A shortage of skilled workers is driving up wages in male dominated trades such as auto repair, construction, and welding. But educators say these classes offer more than job prospects. They are also a source of empowerment. Joining me today, Michelle Abel, journeyman electrician and organizer of the local union hall and Rob Benner, business representative of the Building and Construction Trades Council of Northern Nevada, which has been training, supporting, and advancing men and women who build Northern Nevada since 1928. So... Michelle, let's, let's talk about the fact that, you know, for so many years, you know, this has kind of not been a path for young girls, but how did you decide that you wanted to be an electrician?
2: <laughs> um, well, years ago, I had worked with a girl, and we were working as hostesses in a restaurant, and she says, oh, I'm, I'm going to be an electrician. I just thought, you are crazy. Why would you ever want to do that? Four years later, uh, I was a single mom with two kids, and I was like, you know, what am I doing making such a small amount of money? I, don't, I like working, I like working with my hands. And so I started doing some research and I picked the electrical trade and joined um, the the IBEW local 401 electrical workers union here in town and went through their apprenticeship. And for me, it was a great opportunity to not only get a free education, but get on the job training at the same time and be able to support my two kids, you know, as a single parent. So, so uh, it was the best thing I've ever done. So when we
0: talk about going into the trades, you know, the path for a lot of people is, you know, college or military or go to work, and you reinforce the fact that when you become an apprentice in whatever trade it is, you are still going to college.
1: Yes, you are going to college and you have a job. You're making money at the same time you're going to school. So it's, we call it earn while you learn, you know. So you're, you're going to school, uh, getting, getting college credits, uh, learning, you know, the theory behind what you're doing and then you're going out to, to a construction site and learning, you know, hands-on on a trade that you can take anywhere, you know, it's portable. You can go anywhere in the country with, if you have a trade. So that that's that's what we're really trying to push is that that you know we're we have portability. Um, these programs, you know, you don't have to worry about you know what am I? How am I going to work my way through college? You're, you because it, you have a job while you're doing it, and you're getting college credit.
0: Well, let's also talk about the fact that I imagine in today's you know reality. If I own, whether it's an electrical business or sheet metal or iron worker, if I am employing women and helping them create this pathway of a career, my opportunity to get potentially more government work, right? So whether it's federal, state. Is that does that help me as a business owner, uh, a woman-owned business, or you don't see you don't see that?
1: Maybe maybe in other areas, there are some some projects might have like a minority-owned business or a woman-owned business, um, and you get extra credit for that. But no, we're
0: we're talking about the fact that like you said, Michelle, you were a hostess or someone who's earning minimum wage. And if you have an aptitude for for wanting to work with your hands or learn a trade, what a great opportunity! The door is wide open.
2: It really, it really, really is. And I, I mean, for for women who, like me, you know, are like. I was not college material at that time. For me, I was just always very hands-on in my life, so I was always outside. I enjoyed being outside. I I didn't mind getting dirty, you know, so it is a great opportunity for for women to be able to support their families, you know, if they need to.
1: The message here is that, you know, these aren't, you know, just good jobs for the guys. These are good jobs for women too i mean you know like michelle you know michelle's perfect case of that uh the you can you know you can work your you can work your way through college at the same time you can at the same time supporting a family i mean that's 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 the real let's talk
0: a little bit about the numbers i mean what if after you become a journeyman electrician or uh plumber or whatever i mean what what are we talking about as far as wages?
1: So a typical apprentice, you know, there, there, we have, you know, several different, you know, we have a lot of trades, and they're all a little different, but for the most part, wages, most apprentices start at about fifteen bucks an hour plus benefits for your whole family, um, those are included. Um, as you work your way up, most of the apprenticeships, you get a, a raise every six months, which equals to about a dollar fifty, two dollars an hour. So money, you actually start making some good money pretty quick and right now depending on the trade, uh, you're looking at a range from say anywhere from $25 an hour to4550 dollars an hour plus, plus your benefits uh, plus, plus retirement and something that most people don't know about you know don't see nowadays is a pension <laughs> that um, so they will be able to retire uh, with dignity um, at the end of their career. Um, that's that. That's what you can look forward to.
0: Right away, you're making pretty good money. Yeah, you're learning something new. You're earning a AA degree, mm-hmm. and the door is wide open. And the demand in our region right now is huge.
1: Owen, oh, actually, the Office of Workforce Innovation actually just released a, a spreadsheet um, showing the top uh, AA degrees you can get um in Nevada and the top paying degrees and construction was number one (laughs) was the number one AA degree you could get so that just shows you that you know construction isn't just you know some uh, something where you know the the kids that can't make high school you know that's where you you push them into these jobs uh pay very well they're high these are high-tech construction jobs they're not we're not talking about going out and pounding nails we're training People, how to build you know these advanced ma- advanced manufacturing facilities like Tesla or the data centers like Apple, uh, you know these are
0: these are high tech jobs. You're on the front end of what's new and changing.
2: And to add on to that, also, I mean, I know we've you've said it before <clears throat> in this interview, but um, y- when you're done with your apprenticeship program, you're completely debt free. So. Um, That is a huge thing to have a trade, a skill that you can do that's in high demand and not be extremely in debt.
0: So who is this not for? I mean, you know, we hear, I have a lot of clients that are, you know, they install solar screens or they're plumbers, and they're just having a really hard time finding the workforce. And so what is it you would say to the employers that, perhaps aren't in the union or not do you know what i'm saying so you have this whole like middle group of landscapers and people like that that to, to me seems kind of like a beginning point what would you say to them to go look you want to upskill and you know increase wages and increase your skills uh,
2: who is this for the trades are really for everybody but um I mean, I would say to an employer that was maybe a, a non-union employer that if they were truly looking for a trained and skilled workforce that they might want to consider <laughs> contacting the local union halls for whatever trade that they're in because um, that is our one of our biggest assets in being union is the training that goes into every single union member, every single apprenticeship. I mean, we're, we're set to very high standards. Mm-hmm.
1: Right now... You know, we have a high demand for construction workers, and everybody's going. Where are we going to find them? Where are you going to find these construction workers? Who's going to train them? You know, our contractors don't have to worry about that. They know where they know where they're going to get their workers. They know where how the where their uh, the train the, where the training that the, those workers are going to get. Uh, like I, I like to say, you know, our our apprenticeship programs are a great example of. A, private industry solution. We're not relying on the government. We're not going to the government or the governor to say, hey, we need help. Can you train a workforce for us? We're not going to the government for that. We're doing it on our own. We are we're we have a private industry solution to job training, and that's what we believe our apprenticeship programs are.
0: So I also, because I work a lot in workforce development, you know, there are a lot of folks out there that are doing a daily job and maybe they're not as happy or excited about it yet in the back of their mind or in their gut they know they like to work with their hands or they'd like to be outside I mean where is a starting point for someone to just kind of identify and go actually
1: our number one uh, demographic we you know if you ask a lot of our coordinators they'll say that um, you know that our our age that we get the, that we get the best response from is say the mid twenties, you, you know somebody that you know that you know bought into the idea that I need to go to get a four year degree and went out and you know tried to get through college and didn't make it or or they or I can't I wish I had a number on how many. How many people we have in our apprenticeship programs that actually have four-year degrees from UNR, and they they went through UNR, or, you know, went through you know, got their the typical four-year degree, and then found out they couldn't make any money, so they uh, actually ended up in our in our programs uh, to actually learn earn a living. So,
0: is there a website? Yes, is there an organization. We, yes, we, is we, there? we are we are
1: point, you know, we are pushing <laughs> out all this stuff um, through uh, social media. Uh, we do have a website. Uh, for our uh, Northern Nevada Apprenticeship Coordinators Association they have all the information for any trade on there that uh, you would like to go into you can go in and research and figure out kind of which trade you like um, I always tell people maybe picks uh, two or three different trades and apply to all of them and then whatever whoever calls first you can get in because these aren't you know this isn't just like going down and getting a job uh, there is a process y- you are you're you're applying for school you're applying for a job and you're starting a career all at the the same time. So there, there is a little bit of, of a process and some of these programs are competitive. You know, the, these jobs do pay, you know, pretty high wages and you're getting a free education. So, What, um, what is
0: that website?
1: Uh, the website is buildingtradejobs.org. Um, and that's the, that's our NACA website. I'll say that again, buildingtradejobs.org org and that'll have that'll get you to where you need to go on which which trade you, you feel like you might be interested in
0: well that's awesome so I can do a little discovery and figure out what kind of appeals to me and then you guys are gonna hold my hand through the process uh, whichever uh, yep. pathway of apprenticeship that you know I have an aptitude for and at the end I've built a skill set that I can take with me for the rest of my life yep. That's cool. Yes, exactly. I want to thank Michelle <clears throat> Abel for being here with me and also Rob Benner, who um, I appreciate you joining me this morning and talking about this. And so whether you're young, middle-aged... Maybe not necessarily old, but uh, male or female, this is a great opportunity. So thank you for both for being here and sharing sharing this great opportunity with all of us oh, today. Oh, thank you
2: for having us on. Yeah, thank you for having us.
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified.